It was on Bleacher Report. Um, so I don't know if they're real. <laughs> That's always good. Bleacher Report. Every Bleacher Report headline is the same shit. Me and you could do it. It's basically just anything, like usually some shitty NBA play, and then it's just like clickbait headline. John ja Morant was sick dunk, and then it's always some shitty emoji, like the yep. about to vomit one. Yeah, I assume that's affiliated with the BR betting thing that for some reason I decided to yeah. follow, and it's just the worst yeah. follow. Leecher Report betting. Yeah, yeah. Do you follow that thing? And it's always just like the one or two guys. I it's don't know. Always, it always says giving out a parlay ride. that loses. Yes, it always says squad ride, and it's always, it always loses. The one time I saw them hit was. On DraftKings, they had like a Saquon Barkley promo. It might have been over Thanksgiving when I came to visit you, and it was like it was around that time. It was like Saquon Barkley to score, and they boosted it like majorly. That's what they put as their squad ride. Just that single play of that, yeah. yeah and like he scored, I'm just thinking like, wow, that's what you got. Like you could have picked anything. This is your job, and you just took a boost. I feel like normally it's a three play parlay. The first leg loses. I don't get the con. The content is like kind of terrible. Yeah. It's it's atrocious. They're constantly bringing on some like obese guy that has a parlay riding, and then they fly him out to watch the game in person, and we watch him lose. There's always highlights of that as well. Who's how is that getting paid for? I <laughs> I think it's on the house from them. And they're you know just monetizing off this Instagram account that we're all I mindlessly guess. following. Yeah, yeah, no, actually, yeah, we're fueling this. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, all right, um, we have a half-ass agenda, so let's go. All right, let's do it. Okay, listen up, everybody. Turn up your volumes. Announcement. You are now listening to a that's garbage media production. We got a red on it as well. We're pulling super colds all day. Presenting the winning, defending, undisputed podcasting champion of the world. It's Happy Hour, your favorite podcast. Cheers, ladies and gentlemen. Your hosts, Snake and Trap. The garbage. What up? Happy hour. Welcome back. Up, Episode 22. Shout out to uh, the Rod Squad. Ronnie Too Sharp. Put the twos up. Yeah, Ronnie Too Sharp. I better shout him out before I forget. He he kind of called this uh, shitty Bills performance this week, man. I don't know if I told you about this or not. Uh, you did not. We haven't really talked about the bills at all, which I'm kind of yeah, glad about. I can't really. I can't really talk. Yeah, I can't. I really wish talk. we could have actually recorded this fresh after the game. Just, I don't know why we didn't. I don't know why we didn't watch the Bills and Finns game together and stream it and stream us watching it and then have Bleacher Report pay for it. <laughs> we would have had to put it in like a four leg parlay and then just lose the first three legs That's and right. stream that one. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Ronnie T-Sharp was not all about the Bills offensive coordinator 
interviewing for the Carolina Panthers job, I guess, on like Tuesday or Wednesday this week. He was pretty livid about it. I was like, man, it'll probably take him like an hour or two of his week. I don't really think it's a big deal. And then good yeah, foresight. Bed. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah, not right. an inspiring offensive performance. We might have to change his name to Ronnie Foresight. Ronnie Too Sharp, Rod Squad, Ronnie Foresight. How how is your we'll get to the Bills. How was your weekend outside of that game, Trav? Oh, okay. I was gonna say outside. Yeah. Uh outside was was nice. It was kind of hard to bounce back after that for sure, but it was all right. Didn't really feel like watching the, I assume the rest of the games didn't exactly do it for you. No, it was hard to watch even the one after the Bills game. Yeah, I kind of like turned it on uh, just to kind of catch a little bit of it there because I saw it was close. And I had a, uh, I had a uh, winning, I had a winning week uh, riding on that. So uh, I needed, uh, yeah, so uh, this this the last six rack of the year. Well, until this this week. No, actually, I don't. I don't think I have one. <laughs> but um, ended up four and two. It's a my good heavy hitter. Trick. My heavy hitters are on the Bills though. So um, I think I ended up like half up half a unit or something. But it just it's just nice to be in the game. Yeah, it's a winning week. How about you? Uh, your uh, heavy hitters this weekend? No heavy hitters. So. We missed you on the bar crawl this weekend. The The bar crawl actually kind of paid off. I definitely placed some like TD score prop bets and stuff. I never put down any official bets. I didn't log any sides okay. or totals, which is usually what I put into my record. Oh, slip them in there now. That's what Ravel does, right? Uh, only the ones that win. Yes. <laughs> so I had a zero in zero week. I lost zero dollars for the first time in a while. Technically, that's, that's not bad. Yeah, I had a couple of props that were interesting as well. Um, like Travis Kelsey to score three TDs. I think he scored twice immediately. Uh, had had Saquon to score. Had a couple easy ones. So Saquon I, did not score. Maybe it was Miles Sanders. I don't know if he scored either. He might. Have. Are you sure Saquon didn't score? Okay, so I. Oh, maybe I'm confusing that with. I had someone in that game to score, and they scored first, I want to say. I was walking into a bar on Saturday night, and I was watching the TV, and I saw Saquon Barkley run into the end zone, and I told my friend, and we high-fived each other, and then we looked at the score, and he did not score. <laughs> so I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was, but I was duped as well. Well, I guess they only scored once. Who was that guy that ran it in? It was in the second half, too. I don't think it was Saquon. No, it was Matt Breida. All right, it wasn't Saquon. So I would have lost on the Saquon. I took somebody to score a touchdown, and I want to say they scored first. Maybe I'm confusing that with Jamar Chase. Did he score first? Yes. Okay. I must have had him. I didn't have him that's first. A, I had him any time. That's kind of a, that's kind of, I was going to say, that's kind of offensive. That I forgot that? Oh, sorry. Just, just went in a direct battle with me with Dawson Knox. You knew that too. <laughs> no, I didn't take him first. I just took him to score. Okay, I knew okay. he would score. I knew him and Kelsey would both score. Um but I have some over unders for you. Okay. Non sports related. Oh, okay. Our Saturday this week. Our Saturday bar crawl. I'm giving you over under on number of establishments we stopped into 
and over under on hours of drinking. I'm going to put them both at six and a half. You guess over under. So bar slash breweries we visited and number of hours drinking downtown. This is on Saturday? Yes. And I, I don't want to give you any details outside of that uh, as far as that, like a start time. Cause yeah, I, I, I'm going to say brunch is involved. So I'll say t- probably 12 hours on the drinking. So I'll say over. And as far as establishments go, I mean, I think it's hard to really, especially when you're drinking like that, I think it is kind of hard to like, you sit down and you sit there and you don't realize like how long you're sitting there. So I'll say, I'll say six for the bars and I'll say 12 hours of drinking. Okay. I like your line of thinking a lot. I thought, to be honest, going into it, I thought we'd be under on the bars for sure. And it would be tough to get over on the time. You nailed it with the 12 hours. We were downtown for 12 hours. We managed to stop into nine places. So they're both overs. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. But you man. are that, correct. The first that couple. Gives me, that gives me so much FOMO. Even just made my weekend shittier. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, the first brewery we stopped into, though, you're exactly right. That is how that you look at the time and you're like, oh, shit, it's been 45 minutes. We thought we'd be here for half an hour or something. And then you got to walk to the next place. So I had Matril as the schedule guy. He was giving me a lot of time checks and stuff, trying to keep the group moving. So he did a pretty good job. Were we, you guys doing some sort of like unofficial uh, one of those like golf things where you went to nine bars for nine holes or that's just how it worked out. That's just how it worked out. Although okay. we did have nine stops scheduled. We improvised. Oh, awesome. We improvised two stops and one was a quick shooter. Actually, two of them were pretty much quick shooters. Did you get into the two breweries that I've uh, been with you to uh, Attaboy? Yeah, we actually and... started there and then we, where okay. else did we take you? Idiom. We took you to Idiom, right? Idiom. That was yeah. early on the list, like number three or four. Actually, last time I visited you guys too, I got into some heavy hitter at one of the breweries too, but I'm blanking on the name. Oh, we took nice you to that. Big... We took you to that Wall Tap place. Social. We went there as well. You've been yeah, there. Yeah, this, this place I stopped in with the uh, the brother-in-law and uh, his dad. Is it a distillery? Oh, was it Rockwell? The Rockwell. That's yeah. It. We didn't make yeah. it up that far. That one was going to be like the Uber. <laughs> so okay. I, as we made the schedule, I was figuring to myself, that's never going to happen. And it okay. didn't happen. I guess my Barons and Frederick are terrible. Um, I guess that would be, would that be considered downtown or no? Uh, it's a far enough walk from downtown, that it would probably have been 10, 15 minutes okay. just straight to the north. So okay. that's, that's pushing it as far as downtown. Okay. It's all relative, yeah. I guess, but I would not consider yeah. that downtown. Yeah. So uh, most importantly, though, you guys had fun. Yeah, a lot of fun. We had a, and the reason for the time limit was our last stop. We were in there for a very long time. Matril recounted this the next day. We had our good talk of the week. The group of us was sitting in there debating on leaving this last place at, I think it was either nine or like nine thirty. We ended up staying in there till twelve thirty. Like we almost left at nine that we proceeded to hang out for three and a half more hours. I love that so much. That kind of reminds me of being on uh big D's back deck at like 1230 yeah. or 1am. And you're like, all right, I should probably go to bed. And then before you know, it's like four forty-five, 
and you're like, oh my God, like this he's going to wake us. He's going to wake us up for church in like two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we used to do that at Mattrell's house and then his mom would get up and we could hear like getting up to go work out. We'd be like, we should really hit the sack. <laughs> That's, that, that's just the worst feeling ever staying up past like say three. Oh, I think it's, I think it's thrilling. Um, if you can sleep in the next day. Yeah. But if you can't, you, you're just, if you can't, it's, you're just no, like, it's I worst. just railroaded my entire weekend. Correct. Sleep. Yeah. Never, I'm going to pay for this ba- for a while. I'll never bounce back. I'll go to work Monday. I'm going to be so tired because I won't be able to sleep Sunday night. Yep. Yes. Yep. Good yeah. for you guys, though. That's pretty much how it went. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a little bit different once you're 30, though, because, uh, you know, you 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 go home at like 1230, not like 330. Yeah, we were probably home by 115 or something. So instead of closing down the bar, at least we got out of there at, you know, 1245 or something. What was the final stop? Uh, there's like a half ass club downtown. It was like us with a bunch of frat bros mixing it up. Oh, that's great. I was going to say, I'm putting you on the spot here, but do, uh, do you have a couple uh, favorite moments? You don't even have to. I was going to say one favorite moment, but even uh, two or three off the top of your head, anything I'd need to know about? Yes, actually. Um, besides, so, so besides I, had, Matt, I was going to say, besides Matchel keeping a tight uh, schedule. Matchel's tight schedule guys. is A plus material. Uh, nobody keeps a schedule like Matchel keeps a schedule. I would say one of the top moments was so I had everyone throw on jerseys, which is kind of ironic. I'm 30. Okay, I saw the picture of you guys. We, yes. we have jerseys on. So Griff was about to walk out of the house with Josh Allen, but he had brought several good jerseys, one of which was an old Buckos player. Do you want to guess who this is? You might know he has this. Is it Willie Stargell? No, it's better in my opinion. It's actually the best in my opinion. Oh, uh, it's this guy. Uh, he's probably retired by now, but within the last five years, he was still on the Root Sports broadcast, I believe. Fort? <laughs> no, he's, he's an older fella. It's it's Kent to Colby. Oh, Teak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Teak. Okay, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Two different that. people. So he audibled the jersey last second, and we talked about it several times throughout the day. He goes, I can't believe yeah. I almost wore Josh Allen. Two different people came up to him and go, oh, Teak to Colby? I like that jersey. Whereas I told him nobody's going to know what that is. That's why I thought it was so funny. Got that a couple call-outs. Yeah, that, that jersey is um, actually legendary. I, I was like thinking about getting a Teak jersey. I see like every game, I every Pirates game I go to, I feel like I see like one. And I'm like, oh, that is the perfect jersey. Can you picture A, what he looks like while he played, and B, his throwing no. motion. No, I picture him as looking like, uh, I mean, he kind of looks like bimp now. Uh, it's, but his back throwing then, motion is messed up. Yeah. Yeah. It's Weird. low. It's, it's between sidearm and submarine. I'd say. So I wasn't prepared yeah. for that. Yeah. Kind of, kind of, kind of wild. His yeah. appearance is, I don't know. It's just like dweeby. Like, I don't yeah, want definitely, it. definitely somewhat, definitely somewhat nerdy. Yeah. I was going to see if he like happened to play for the O's or something, but no, nah, he, he didn't. Is he um, a lifelong Paco? No, he, he looks like he played for the Phillies and the Reds as well. I guess he's from Cincinnati. Uh, he did win the, uh, he did win the, uh, 
World Series in 79 with the boys. So that's great. It's kind of one of those things. I think if you, well, I guess that was, that was our last one too. So I think it's one of those things. If you want to, if you want a uh, world championship, people tend to like really remember you, you know what I mean? Too like, particularly with the, you probably had like an amazing world series and people just know who he is or at least amongst uh, pirates fans and stuff. So, yeah. Um, aside from that other top moment, I won't put this person on blast, but I'm sure you can infer who this is. Germ. Uh, no, you'll have to wait for the story first. <laughs> the last stop we were in, probably about right around 10 o'clock, which is when they turned the lights off and put some music on. Uh, the bartender called out someone in our party, pointed directly at that person. They said, that guy's falling asleep. If I okay, see him yeah, taking is- one more drink, all of you are being thrown out of here. And then we Love proceeded that. to feed that person four or five more drinks, I would say. Oh, nice. That got away right. with it. Yeah. This has got to be. Okay. Oh, that's so stupid. I could have guessed that. I wasn't even there. Yeah. So that's the weekend talk. Uh, weekend gambling. We already kind of alluded to it. I pretty much did nothing but some odd TD score props and stuff. Six rack goes four and two. That's good. I do have to mention, I think the f- the futures from both you and myself are now dead officially. <laughs> yeah. The Raven, I had Ravens to win the Super Bowl was still technically alive since last time we talked about this. That is lost. Um, and you obviously had the Bills to win the Super Bowl to win 30 units, which is, you know. Heartbreaking. That would have been nice. That would have been nice, yeah. Yeah, terrific odds on that. You had six to one on that. I think at one point in the year it was two to one. So can't can't uh no regrets there. That's a good bet. No. It's tough tough to see him uh kind of peak like I don't know, a quarter of the way through the season, uh then really suck and then kind of build up some momentum. It's just I don't know. It was was really rough. Yeah. It was a rough year, just a lot of weird stuff going on. I guess it just I'm trying to get past it. I think I was thinking about the matchups this weekend right now. I think it's the four best teams. And then I think it's a big gap between everyone else, honestly. So you got the four best teams duking it out this weekend. That's cool. Um, I genuinely, I think I looked at the spread on Sunday. I actually couldn't even tell you who's favored. I got to look at the games again. So pretty, actually I'm pretty excited to hear what you think about these games. Did you get to lay eyes on the games then, or was more of those like kind of bopping around? Sunday definitely laid eyes because okay, just recovering on the couch basically. Okay, yeah, just yeah, dead tired. Sense. I was actually falling asleep during the Niners Cowboys a little bit. I was barely yeah, hanging game, on, but that game kind of sucked. Um, and then we watched I, we watched some of some of the Jags Chiefs in one spot in front of a TV, and then yeah, we must have walked out of there towards the end of the game. By the time we got to the next place, score was finalized. So we pretty much just missed the end of the game. Eagles game was on while we were at that club. So just seemed like every time we looked up at the TV that was on in there, Eagles were scoring. That was just an all-time ass kicking. Eagles are birds are legit. Shout out to the shout out to the birds boys. You know, uh, yeah, good I can't for remember them. if we can, did we come up with official names? I believe one was a pragmatic Eagles fan and. Then I'm sure not sure what Ben was. He was like 
he was uh, less or he was more pessimistic Eagles fan, I believe is what he said. Yeah, a couple good quotes. I think even when Taylor brought up that it was something to do with Jalen Hurts offensive coordinator. He coached him obviously in Alabama and then he was he must have been on the giant sideline and I just heard Oh Dable. Yeah, Dable he, was uh yeah. Oh that's it was Dable and Dable was Jalen Hurts is Did you hear Ben just put out that subtle little hey man, any any small nugget like that I can latch on to, it's it's I'm, it's gonna beat me up or something. It's like I, I just like need that. a little bit of anything to turn it into a negative. Yeah, yeah, yeah good for uh, them though. I, that's a I can't imagine what that feels like. Just a stress free divisional playoff win. Twenty eight zip at the half. I can't believe Matt Breida scored. That makes no sense. Uh let's just want to just run down these games really quick. I don't have a ton to say about yeah. any of them. No, yeah. Uh, let's go in order too. All right, Chiefs twenty-seven, Jags twenty. That's a game I'm kind of glad I didn't sit down and watch and listen to the commentary on because I don't. What are your thoughts on this ankle sprain and the sideline antics and all this stuff? I don't know. I I was gonna say watching Chad Henney come in and leave a ninety uh, lead a ninety-eight yard drive made me question everything I know about life because <laughs> maybe they're. <laughs> It makes me wonder, like, I want to throw Pat Mahomes on the Cowboys for like one weekend and I want to see what happens because I need like some sort of uh, like a control group, you know, like yeah. I need something to compare it to because if Chad Henney can go in there and I remember when Chad Henney went into that game, I was like, okay, I, I kind of like the Jags a lot. I actually thought it would be a close game. And when he came in, I was like, okay, Jags, like seriously, well, I, I think there's a really good chance they win this game. And then Chad Henney proceeds to lead them 98 yards down the field. <laughs> like effortlessly. Yeah, effortlessly. Like, okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's maybe, maybe these guys are just like in the best possible situation here. Maybe this uh Andy Reid guy is uh smarter than I give him credit for. <laughs> Potentially, yeah. No, um, I would say I think it's a perfect storm. Like Mahomes is as much as it sucks to admit, he's unbelievable. And then to Pair that up with Andy Reid. That is insane. Like I really pro- thought this would... Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I mean, you. to your point, you probably could plug Chad Henney in there and win like 11 games, 12 games right. or something. Right, Yeah. right, right. They're not going to... They're obviously not going to be it. <laughs> you wouldn't think they'd be a Super Bowl contender. Uh, but pretty impressive for Chad Henney just to come out cold, like completely cold, <laughs> yeah, cold. like that. I love that. Um, we always joke about that when the backup is just like standing up off the bench. Like, let me grab my I helmet. I can't imagine what that's like. And it's a playoff game too. And you're at the two yard line. What a, what an unbelievable performance. Grab, grab your helmet, fire like so five 15 yard passes to your buddy on the sideline and then get out there and let him rip. The fact that it's Chad Henney too, man. <sighs> like, do you remember when he threw that game winning touchdown pass against Penn state? And like, I don't know. It feels like it was the nineties, but it must've been more recently than that. That guy I think was, was 2000. 2005 and he's he's still playing yeah he was unbelievable in college too that guy was good he was captain check down for the fins he played for the jags too right yeah he did play for the jags like started his wikipedia picture is on it's on here uh oh he's the wilson guy i forgot about that yeah so that video we love right where the coach just obliterates danny yeah, That's Chad Henney stands up in the background. It's the best. Do you got any pride, Danny? Okay, yeah. 
any pride! You have it now! Do you have any pride? Danny? Do you, Danny? Huh, Danny? Do you have pride, Danny? So anyways, um, unbelievable job by Henny there. Not only did he, I mean, drive him down and score, but I, I figured they'd go three and out and punt it back, and the Jags would have time to score. Instead, he leads him down the field and scores. That's, you know, we're looking at 14 points there at yeah. least. And uh ended up being a seven-point game. So, Yeah, pretty wild. And were you listening to this game with audio, or were you watching with audio? I think at some points. Um, I just want to know if it was – unbearably bad to listen to them speculate about how tough Mahomes is because I imagine it was yeah I don't really know I feel like they kind of tried to move on a little bit but yeah I mean I guess they did understandably keep bringing it up because it was kind of a big deal you know it was kind of a big deal the sideline thing looked odd he was screaming it seemed like obviously I'm not watching with auto it seemed like he was screaming at his coaches to either he didn't want to get he didn't want to. He didn't want to come out of the game, and I think they basically said, "Hey, we have to X-ray your leg and make sure your fibula is not broken. As long as your fibula is not broken, you can go back in." Uh, I have a wild question: What would be wrong with going and grabbing that thirty-second X-ray? He didn't want to come out of the game. What I don't get is why did he run to the locker room? They took the X-rays, then he came back out, then he didn't go back in, and then he came back in after the half. Yes, like I could have. Like I was going to say, I could have taken a look at it and just said, Hey, it's broken or not. Yeah. With uh, someone looking at I'm it probably, for 40 minutes. Or? Probably, I'm probably, yeah, I think there's an 80% chance. I'm right. I feel like if Zig was standing there, there's probably an even better chance. Yeah. I thought that was, I thought that was a little strange. Just how the sequence of that played out. Um, but anyway, it feels like the right team, the correct team wins. Like you said, we kind of end up with the four best teams here. Um, Eagles Giants we already kind of talked about that's 38-7 that's just an ass kicking just seemed like the Eagles kind of did whatever they wanted and the Giants did absolutely nothing for the entire game I've got the Eagles at 44 carries for 268 yards I mean that's it's hard to lose when you're doing that yeah I only saw pieces of that game as well so just I mean, yeah, every time I look, the Eagles. I got Danny Dimes again, so. 15 to 27 for a buck 35 <laughs> and a pick. Oh, man. Yeah. You said you had to see that coming. <laughs> that was that was due to happen eventually, huh? No, yeah, definitely. It did. For whatever reason, that completely, that game flipped the Eagles for me. I'm like, these guys are legit. Now I think the Eagles are going to win this weekend. Uh, I, I feel like a huge Eagles believer now. I think I am too. I just saw the line. I think they were. Uh, they're probably favored by three or four points. Less, less than a TD. Okay. I think it was all the way or up to. Less than a. Sorry. Less than a field goal. I think it was more than a field goal at one point. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm with you on that. Um, not even just because we had the Birds fans on, but I just think Brock Purdy's going to play bad at some point. I think I've been saying that for like three weeks and I've been, I, in my defense, I have not said it's going to be this weekend. So I think I've been saving it for this week. You're going to use it this week. All right. Yes. No, I think I'm going to use my Brock Purdy sucks thing. I like it. Uh, Bengals 27, Jill's 10. Jill's just good. 
Never got it going, buddy. It. Never got it going. That was like the worst I've seen him play on offense in so long. Um, that was terrible. Jeez, uh, it's not like. I guess that's because they couldn't run the ball. No, I feel like they could run the ball. I feel like they just didn't really try. It seemed like they drop back and pass on first. They were just constant. It seemed like it was constantly third down. Um, <laughs> yeah. They every other a, play was third down. Yeah. I feel like they were down at TD at one point. Actually, they could have been down ten, but. Allen threw like the most perfect pass in the world and it hits Gabe Davis in the chest and he drops it like running down the sideline. And that was just when you were like, okay, I don't even know if I can keep watching this. This is not going to end well. Shout out to the bumper. He, he turned it off after the first drive. I think he said, which I totally believe. Yeah. He also commented on the penalty discrepancy though. He turned it off after the first drive and commented on the penalty. So maybe he's just watching the box score. I don't know. We need some clarification on that bumper. But if that's if he did turn off that game at any point, saved himself a lot of heartache. When they went down the field and scored right away, I was like honestly worried about the D. But, but sometimes that it, just happens, and you just like they called a good script. No doubt, you, you, and they should do that. Yeah. And they said the Bengals were great in the first quarter. I mean, if you would have told me the Bills had to score twenty, if you were going to tell me that the Bengals scored twenty-seven points, I would think the Bills win. I was going to say nine times out of 10. We'll say eight times out of 10, four times out of five. Um, so those are, the, those are the only two bits. The only two bets I missed this weekend, the over uh, 48 and then the, the bills to score. Yeah. You know what? 20, I did end up, I did end up firing an over 48. I can't remember if I did that Saturday or Sunday, but that never stood a chance really. Yeah. I almost kind of like tried not to like go into the numbers and stuff because I just like really didn't want <laughs> really didn't really want to know but i mean yeah I, like the bills on third down it felt like they were like three of 30 um it was just that was just not that was not very fun yeah um joe burrow moved into i think he dropped below mahomes for me he's my least favorite quarterback did you see the video of him screaming i'm him that was oh, painful no. I miss I miss that. I'm glad I didn't see that. I was like kind of blown away by the um I was kind of blown away by the like of all things to say, he was kind of worked up about whether the NFL was gonna refund the AFC championship. That tickets. was that was comical. Yeah. And I'm just thinking like it's one thing to be naive, I guess, but like he played in that he played in the game that yeah. there was a reason that you know, it's at a neutral site and it's like, what are the bills fans supposed to do? Not, not buy the tickets. I'm not sure. Wait yeah. to buy the tickets. I, I was kind of wild. Um, Somebody I think busted them and found out they were selling future tickets to the Bengals game too. Like the whole thing made no sense. Yeah. No, I was going to say that. That's, I was going to say that's that too. not wild because again, I think you'd want to have some tickets in hand a couple weeks before the game, <laughs> yeah. but maybe that's yeah. just me. Um, yeah, you know, uh, shout out to my wife. Every once in a while, uh, she gives a like a, uh, a football take for me, just kind of out of the blue. And she looked at Joe Burrow on the screen, and she said, who is that guy? And I said, that's Joe Burrow. And she said, that guy looks like a meathead. And I think that's actually what it comes down to, don't you think? I think he's much more of a meathead than I give him credit for. Yeah, there's something um, weird there. Like, he's, he's either acting... <laughs> He's a meathead who's trying to disguise it, or maybe he's, I don't know. 
his his personality is very strange I, to me. I think he's I think he's JJ Watt, but he's a quarterback. That's that's yeah. I think it's that's JJ my new Watt. take, and it kind of makes sense of it's kind of helps me make sense of everything. Yeah. Germ sent me the video of him. I mean, there was the thing where he's screaming I'm him, and then there was another video, which I guess this is partially not his fault, but he's throwing a pass in warm-ups and he does a 360 spin. Did you see this? Oh, I did see that. And he kind of looks away, and it's just it's just the old it's JJ Watt. It's just every t- take on the subject is fire and sunglass emojis and it's Joe Shiesty. It's it's like I'm starting to yeah. I'm wondering if the I'm him was in reference to Diggs yelled at like a earlier earlier this year or last year. Yeah, so Diggs, he could have been he could have been mocking him. Maybe it's after he threw a touchdown. But that is just like the new thing, um, which is I hate that I more than I don't. Anything. Even, I don't. Yeah, I uh, let's not even talk about it. Um, I was gonna go back. Let's go back to this. This is how I kind of wanted to actually start and say. Uh, big big shout out for me to the Cincinnati Bengals. I thought these guys were from the beginning of the year. I had their under win total. This struck me as a group of of this struck me as a team that was going to underachieve this year. I felt like when they were in the Super Bowl last year, it felt like kind of weird. Like this doesn't seem like it's going to be something that I'm going to be uh, needing to get used to. Um, and here they are this year. They started bad. I thought my win total was like already cashed and then they just have won what 10 games in a row. I mean, I think it's, they're good. They're good on both sides of the ball and they find a way to win. I mean, they only beat the Ravens by seven points. I was like, yeah, this, I just, yeah, I, I obviously I thought there was a chance that they would come into Buffalo and win. I, I never thought that. They, um, they would look that good on both sides of the ball. It just seemed like it was their day, and they played good. And um, I haven't looked at the Chiefs-Bengals line yet, but um, I wouldn't be surprised if they win this weekend too. They're um, they're good. Yes, uh, slight favorites. Which how much of that has to do with maybe some Mahomes injury? I'm not sure, but I'm yeah. I, okay, just you even saying that out loud. I just I don't think I'll. I don't think I'm going to miss out on the Chiefs being dogs. Same, uh, if you same. don't, if you don't think you're going to watch Pat Mahomes limp around and then talk about it for four hours and him win, bingo. I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. yeah, bingo. All right. Well, I guess I already have both my picks here. So, <laughs> yeah. So we're going to be on yeah. the same sides. Yeah. Oh, perfect. It yeah, does just, feel yeah. like. I guess that's a sucker bet, though. You're seeing Chiefs with a plus one next to him. And we're all going to bet on it. I think everyone's going to bet. Oh, on it. I think if Mahomes is healthy, I think they're probably more than a field goal favorite. So, is that home? Yeah. Um. All right. Let's just wrap up with the last game, uh, the 49ers and the boys. I yeah, I missed the first like three. Dude, fifths it was of this so game. it was so boring. Yeah, it was the worst the football first- game. Yeah. I missed the first three fifths of it. I did jump in on the Niners live because I had some free bets I needed to use up or else they were going to go to waste. So I think I did. I think I did okay there. Yeah, I never do this, but I texted Ziggy before the game. He's like a half-assed Niners guy. And I said, San Fran money line. And it was minus 200. I pretty much never do that, but I put like a good amount of money on just the money wow. line. Wow. So that paid off. I have a, I have a friend. That said to me one time, 
I think he's only bet like three times and I always have to put his bets in because he doesn't have a, he like doesn't gamble, but he, he says, I only take the money lines and he's got them all right. So <laughs> any, might be something you recall there. anything like upwards of minus 300? Cause I would never do anything like that. No, I wouldn't do something like that, but I think the nuggets, I know he took, the, we went to a nuggets game and he said, give me 50 on the nuggets. And that was probably like minus 230 or something. Yeah. It's doing it right. Hit it. Yeah, I mean you'll no, get burned did, eventually, but they did cover. They did cover though too. So, yeah, that's what happened here with San Fran as well. Could have taken them minus four or whatever it was. Uh, basically, this game just came down to uh, the Pollard guy got hurt. I think that was pretty detrimental because I don't know when this happened, but Ezekiel Elliott is. I mean, that guy's not good. He's a He's complete non-factor. It's- it's wild. So the game pretty much fell solely on Dak Prescott's shoulders, and he played, I'd say, pretty terrible. He just did not play well. So that was it's, basically the deciding factor. It's almost it's almost comical. Like, it must be so rough to be a Cowboys fan. I actually can't even imagine what that's like. I didn't realize that so they have won. They've won, like, a few playoff games, but they haven't been to the NFC Championship since 95. Um, I don't know and if they've, I, they've lost this divisional game like three or four times recently, right? Oh, a lot. Every year seems like. I think they have two or three playoff wins since '95. Um, but they just—it just feels so weird that you know it's going to happen and it happens. Yes, that would um, that would be painful. But I think yeah. they're also like, like the birds boys were alluding to. I guess they just talk themselves into it every year. So it probably hurts just as bad every year when this happens. Like it doesn't <laughs> surprise you and me, but to them, I think it would hurt. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of wild to think about. You know, I felt the same way about Michigan football, and then <laughs> they just reeled off two. They just reeled off two straight championships. So I, I don't know. Yeah, eventually it could click. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not a great look for Dak Prescott, though. Um, just a bad game. Brock Purdy pretty much beat him just by not turning the ball over. That was it. Yeah. What are we? Where are we at with the Kittle, the Kittle guy? Uh, I just need the camera to be. I know what he is. I just need the camera to be off him. More. Okay. 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 I think I want to like the guy. It's just hard. It does seem like it's constantly like an act. Yeah. It's it's Cam Newton, right? It's let me show you how much fun I'm having, twenty four seven. Makes me feel like you're not actually. I don't know. It, you're forcing the fun on me. Yeah, forcing the fun. It's like the Baker Mayfield forcing the headbutt thing for me. It was like Kittle was like for he was like forcing the like the giggle and the smile and the weird look away and like I was like okay, especially when he looked up at the like the the overhead camera. Yes. Yeah. Like, like he sought it out and was like, oh, there it is. I'm gonna make this weird face. That I hate that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> he seems much more pleasant, granted than. I don't know. Joe Shiesty? Many, many people. I would hang out many, with him. Many before. people. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I'm also not a Josh Allen guy. My favorite two quarterbacks were probably, I mean, it's actually Jalen Hurts is all right too. But the fact that I have to take on a Super Bowl week of either Joe Burrow or Patrick Mahomes, I'm just not going to watch <laughs> Sports Center. Yeah. Allen, Allen's kind of tough too. He's definitely a whiner. Um, he definitely has that, like, like I saw he was on the Kyle Brandt show on Monday, I think, and I was just like, 
how, how could you do that? Or how, like, oh my God, I feel like I would just be like, I, I picture it like that time where that Falcons kicker um, missed that field goal or extra point. And you told me and Griff that he had to go stand on the side and kick field goals until they had to rush him to the hospital. Yeah. Um, until he, and now at least till he now threw up. Yeah. And now he's really good. Yeah. I just picture like, I feel like Josh Allen should have just been in a, just in a room with a pitchback, just firing a football at it. Just getting ready. <laughs> yeah. I actually like, thought, actually it was, he did nothing to bother me during that game. I didn't see any ref complaining or the arm double arms going up. That's the stuff I, that bothers me. Uh, oh, I think it bought. I think why I'm bothered is did it not seem like the bills didn't care? It yeah, just, it was entire, a very odd just game. Never got it going. And then the, me- I think the strangest part was nobody seemed to give a shit until the camera caught Diggs yelling at Allen and the coordinator, whoever that was. But by then it was like, there was four minutes left in the game or something. It was like, man, you should have been, pissed off in like the third quarter maybe i'm not sure i don't think anyone cared i think they were just like let's just finish this off let's get this out of the way boys yeah that's so strange let's let's get out of here with the fake damar hamlin and we'll just call it a year yeah that that just seemed corny take but it seemed very storybook like it was gonna happen and for the no doubt for the season to end like that is just so bizarre it was bizarre at yeah. home at home in the snow. Like, ah, can't really get up it, for this one. It looked like all the bills guys were on ice and the Bengals guys were just like, this is perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't really have anything else. Uh, San Fran and Dallas. I, I'm pretty sure that just comes down to San Fran didn't turn the ball over uh, like Dak Prescott did. So, uh, that last play was pretty amazing. I assume you watch that. I'm, yeah, st- I'm, I'm still a, confused. I'm going to go. I'm going to go hot take here. And I think it's, I think it makes a lot of sense to, why would you not have 10 skill guys out there? I would almost say, why would you not have 11 skill guys out there until that, <laughs> that play? And now I'd say you should have 10. Doesn't that make a lot of sense? Why would you have five linemen out there? I think because of what happened. I think you need to think a- they, Here's the he here's the problem. Here's my there. here's my biggest problem with the play. How about a tight end? Here's my biggest problem with the play. He had quite literally <laughs> no one to throw that ball to except Ezekiel Elliott. How is there not? How is no one shallower than the guy running the hook and ladder curl? Except Zeke Elliott, who's playing center. How is that the pitch guy? The only pitch guy. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, that's actually bizarre. So he actually had no one to pitch it to. I see what you're saying. He was the shallowest guy by the time he got hit. And he got leveled like as soon as he caught the whole thing made no sense. I'm guessing I'm guessing when they ran it against the uh like the scout team, squad, yeah, it went well. Yeah, it went pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it's just bizarre. I think I, I'm uh, yeah, I, I think my hot take is he was on to something there. They they missed like a couple key parts. I I guess I don't but, know what's legal, what's not legal. Can we not put a center and two tackles, three yeah, guys in front of them. You just can't throw it to him. You can lateral it to him though. Right. You just, they just can't be the first one. So to you catch need, it. why do you need all? <laughs> it's just very that's, strange. That's exactly me. what I'm saying. 
Why do you need five linemen? Or what are you asking me? No, why do you need 10, or sorry, nine eligible receivers? What good does that do you? They don't have nine eligible receivers. Those guys on the right all weren't eligible? I, I think the two closest in the, wouldn't the two closest end not be eligible? The fact that we're even having this conversation, it's a stupid yeah. play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like he's got a big arm. Just throw it like as far as you can and hope it gets batted forward or backward. So, so there's seven guys on the line and my gut says the inner five cannot, couldn't catch the ball first. The inner five. Okay. So there was five guys over to the right or at least four guys over to the right that can't touch the ball. I guess I along with Zeke, Zeke can't touch the ball for sure. They did say, they said 21, 21 is, is ineligible. They say that before the play or after the and play? And then he kind of made a face. <laughs> Imagine if, uh, like Kellen Moore gone. was just now figuring out like, oh shit, he's ineligible. <laughs> and he just yells from the sideline, Zeke, you have to block. And that's, that's how that play gets blown up. I would say that reminded me of the Colts, Pat McAfee thing. A lot where the guy <laughs> snaps the ball and he wasn't supposed to snap it. That's what that reminded me of. Oh yeah. 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 That was the, that was the catch with that is he wasn't supposed to snap it with Griff Whalen. Griff Whalen. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I know Pat McAfee's explained it and it kind of yeah. made sense when he explained it, but just watching someone the play, got hurt. I think someone got hurt and then Griff Whalen like subbed in for that guy and he thought he was just supposed to take a snap and run with it. About- that wouldn't make sense. Cause the center, is the guy snapping the ball. It's got to be on the center. Unless you're saying Griff Whalen oh, like got point. in the center's ear and he's good like, point. hey, it's no, no, it's good not point. a dummy it count. Must, you actually do must, need. Good point. It must be this. It must be the center. center I'm not sure, yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. Center was a replacement. Griff Whalen wasn't expecting the ball. That's probably what it was. I don't think that's as bad as the worst one I've ever seen is Jim Zorn was the Redskins coach. Are you, do you remember this at all? And they came out. I do not. Oh, man. They came out in like a similar thing. Uh, I think it was like a fake punt, and they ran the punter up under the center. So whoever they were playing called a timeout. Like, I don't know what that was all about, but let's, in case they do that again, you know, let's be <laughs> yeah. ready. And, you know, you don't ever like do that twice in a row, but Jim Zorn had him do it again. And they snapped the ball, and the guy just gets like, I feel like he just gets annihilated. Oh, no, I think he throws a pick. I think he throws it up in the air and he gets intercepted. <laughs> okay. Point out a couple of things about Hunter Smith, the holder. He's the uh, first NFL specialist to run and throw a touchdown in the same season. Remember, he ran one against the Giants in the opener, and then he threw a touchdown pass to Mike Sellers in the game against Denver. So Danny Smith, the special teams coach, is showing a full bag of tricks this year. Yeah, do it again. Why not? <laughs> Why not? And they'll send Gano in motion. And Smith, with the rush, will put it up. What in the wide world is that? Bruce Johnson with the interception. This is embarrassing. Johnson to the 40. Johnson to midfield. And taking out of bounds at the 45-yard line. And uh, listen to this. Christmas greeting. I've never seen that day. <laughs> I hope I never see it again, Josh. I'm speechless. I, I, I don't 
don't know what to say. I think that's the worst one I've ever seen. Um, uh, I I kind of like the idea of what the Cowboys were doing. It didn't get executed uh, appropriately there because the guy just ran over Zeke Elliott. I, why didn't Zeke Elliott just cut him? Because he's he's got to go get the pitch. I think he's the pitch man. <laughs> so I think why he's got to he get ev- down the field. Why didn't he evade that guy? Yeah, I guess yeah. just then it would be a free rush to the quarterback, which is also an issue. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I almost like can't keep talking about this. Yeah. It's just, it well, wasn't well, good. Let me just ask one. Good. Let me ask one last question. <laughs> we did spend just 15 minutes on that play. When, when the offense lines up, say for an extra point and they send one snapper, uh, one quarterback in their normal spots. And then everyone goes over to the right or the left and they line up weirdly. How often, what's your percentage on how often you've seen that play work? In my mind, it's like two for a hundred. Yeah. I, we used to practice it all the time in high school. It was called the jump tits formation (laughs) where we would do that. And we only ran it one time. It was the last play of the game. It was the first play of the last game of the year. We did it and we lost. We threw it over there and literally there was like three guys standing there and just tackled. (laughs) I thought that was going to go the other way. I thought you were going to tell me it worked. No, no. So ever since then, I've had the same kind of uh, perception of that nonsense as you. Yeah, I feel like for the most part, it whatever it is, it's less than fifty percent. I know. I would that. argue. I'd argue this like the stupid ass like wing T that um, the that the Nittany Lions put in at the end of the year seems to even work better than spreading them out wide like that. that. Thing weirdly works. Someone just ran yeah. it too. Giants. Somebody yeah. lined up in it. Yeah, somebody did run it, and the announcer said something along the lines of, "I can't remember the last time I've seen that." Or something. No, Maybe like, it was the Chiefs. I was like, man, we need to get this. We need to get this guy some Penn State film. <laughs> yeah, I guarantee you, Schlereth was aware of that. <laughs> he saw the film. All right, let's go to the conference championship games. <laughs> to be honest, I'm. I don't know how much time we're going to spend here because I definitely like the Eagles minus two and a half, and. Now this thing's telling me Chiefs are even. I bet you can still find some plus money money line out there. I'm going to take the Chiefs too at home. I, I just it's exactly what you said to me. Mahomes is going to be limping around. He's going to make one or two huge plays late, and they're going to win the game. Yeah, Chiefs was, uh, Chiefs plus one ten on DraftKings. Um, that one's hard to turn down. And then Eagles. Those will be the uh, that's those will be my two plays. Um, where are we at with uh, totals? Looks like they're both around 46 and a half, uh, 47. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you next is I wouldn't even know what to do with those. Seems like the Bengals and Chiefs could go over and the other one could go under. I don't know. Philly's offense is so good. San Francisco is legit, though. Yeah. Um, that's the way my gut would say that game's going under. And you would 46. say Bengals... Bengals and Chiefs goes over. Yeah, those would be my gut plays based on nothing, but yes. Yeah, I hate to agree a hundred percent with every single one of. I mean, uh, if we bet all here. four of those, you tell me three of those are losers. <laughs> Probably, if me and you are doing it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> all 
Like I wouldn't even mind firing four bets and going two for four, but I might just stick my main bets. I might just go heavy, like five units Chiefs, five units Eagles. Man, I think I get I'm one, just, and I, I might get two. I hate, I hate to do this, but I might have to throw together six picks here. I mean, I'm just thinking about. I don't even care how many points the Bengals score. I have no idea how many points they score. I don't care. You're telling me that a Chiefs total points is what 24 23 i guess that's based off the bills just scoring 10 i don't know Feel yeah I'll, I'll take my chances with that I, I mean i would be inclined to agree but again i don't know if that's like they tricked us with the bills for sure yeah i i, I feel like that was just kind of that one-off game I've just never seen them look like that against anybody. I don't think the Bengals D was, I mean, I don't think the Bengals D is amazing. The Ravens were about to score their 24th point last weekend. Right. So, yeah. And what I would really like to do is pick out like four different TD scores and and parlay that up. Something juicy. All right. All right. Might have to get something dialed. Uh, The McKinnon guy seems to be the most unfair person to score. It seems like he scores every time. The Chiefs? Yeah. Oh, okay. He's a running back? I should be rooting for Chiefs and 49ers. I actually took <laughs> I took a couple guys for Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> I have Jarek McKinnon and then I have uh Brandon Ayuk. I think I got them both at a hundred to one. So that's awesome. I like <laughs> Brandon Ayuk. How about Brandon Ayuk to score? Wonder if he's like plus two hundred or better. Let's see. Because I like that a lot. I know Travis Kelsey scores because he scores every week. Ayuk is plus 270. Man, both the tight ends are around plus 200 in that game. Goddard and Kittle. I think a tight end scores. It seems like the tight end scored first in like every game this weekend. Yeah, it was weird. Chase scored first in the one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But it was... uh... Dalton Schultz and uh, Dallas Goddard scored. Yep. Scored first. There seems to be like, you can just get outrageously good odds on tight ends. And I feel like they score 50% of the time. Yeah, that's the only way I can describe it. Yep. That's why the, that's why the Knox bet seems like it just works so well. Cause the odds, it doesn't seem like the odds they give you is 10 to one, but it seems like he scored like the first touchdown four or five times this year. Yeah. It seems it, like it should be three to one. <laughs> I agree. I was betting that guy throughout the year as well. Once you're inside the 10, you're at like the seven yard line. A white tight end is catching a TD pass <laughs> 80% of the time. It feels that way. And it's not always the first or second string guy. It's true. They might dip deep into the lineup. Yeah. If you're lucky. Yeah. You a buck on that guy. Yeah. Um, so for sure, I'm going to be between Kittle and Goddard. I'm going to add Ayuk. I'm a sucker for Jalen Hurts, but I'll probably stay away this week. And then the other game, definitely Kelsey. And maybe this McKinnon guy. Geez, shout out to the Eagles boys on the uh, Giants killer, Boston Scott, too. That was impressive. Yeah. They were oh. they were all over that. Hit early, too. <laughs> didn't, <laughs> didn't, didn't even have to wait till the end. Didn't the other chump score, too? I'm not sure. Late. Actually, I, like I said, I feel like I... Saw bits and pieces of that. Every time I looked, it seemed like I scored again. I just didn't know who scored. Yeah, I think the other running back scored real late. All right, that's uh, 
that's all I got on those games there, Trav. Anything else? Conference championships? Um, I don't, I don't th- think so. Does this take, I can't. Is this, your jollies are down a little bit for sure, right? Like, can you root for the Bengals? No. No, at this point, it's just, uh, I'm pretty much like uh, pre-2017 Bills right now. I'm just like, oh, another another end of the season where your team's out of it and you're just, you know, um, it's kind of rough. Because this, this year, there was definitely times where, geez, I felt like 75% of the season, I was like, I just I don't know how the Bills will lose to somebody when it matters. And then for them to go down like that was pretty rough. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Chiefs Kingdom I, for I you? It, I, I think it's kind of hard. I think I, I think I have to try and enjoy every every second of it. Um, I don't know, man. Kind of leaning birds, honestly. I still I, have I, that. Yeah. I still have that. Uh, that chalk bet. Chiefs beat the Eagles alive, eleven to one. Oh, I love that. I mean, it's pretty good. I mean, if I think Mahomes gets two weeks to get healthy, this should be a great game. I think everyone would love to watch that. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of sucks my MVP bet for Jalen Hurts. Uh, I should have just lit that thing on fire. So <laughs> You would have been better off. I did see he was named to like an MVP final. I didn't even know the he's NFL in, did that. He's in the final three. If if I had any sort of interest in running through um, the – I was going to – what I was going to do is pull up the list and ask you like who you had. Like who do you think will win and who should win, but I, I can't even – I think I'm getting sick thinking about the bills again. I don't know if I could, I don't think I have it in me, buddy. Okay. Yeah. I thought the MVP race was decided to be honest. I thought Mahomes already had won. So they list five guys. Um, and they vote again or something. I don't understand. I'm not sure. Yeah. I think they just, I think it's all, it's all the theatrics to it. <clears throat> Make it a show. Yeah. Um. All right. So that's NFL. Do we want to try and delve into some college football news? Any, I man. feel like I I feel like I need some. I'm just excited. Excited, yeah. Yeah. How about the little Penn State talk to start? They they find the receivers coach. At first, I was like, "Who the hell is this guy?" Then everything I read was, "This is an all time hire." Big for the yeah, I don't, big. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's an all time hire, but I I remember that guy. I remember that guy playing football for Virginia. So that makes me feel kind of old because man, he's been there for. He's been at Virginia, they said, for a long, long time. So yeah, like 11 years or something? I think for him to leave his alma mater and come coach at Penn State is uh, pretty exciting. I, um, the, the I mean, To me, that Virginia football people are like devastated. Apparently, this guy's a great recruiter. It, it probably all just came down to recruiting, and he's going to steal that area back. It seems, like they, it seems like Penn State already has it. I think I heard they had... They got six out of the top ten guys from Virginia last year. Yeah, but it just feels a little bit like a slap in the face to Brent Pry. It's like, good luck down there. Oh, I didn't even think of that, but I mean, I don't think it matters because isn't um, I think the Elliott guy goes next year probably right, and then they're gonna hire um, Poindexter, <laughs> and then he'll. I probably don't even take, think about that. It's and then uh, he'll probably take. Yeah, then he'll probably take Hagen's back with him to be the offensive coordinator write that down somewhere yeah that's that's a great take yeah that's pretty much what poindexter did right he was like i almost texted you that last night i've never i don't think there's a more awkward quote in the world and basically you know i'm gonna be there now it's just not the right time i'm leaving i'm leaving penn state for virginia it's just not right now 
Maybe he was. Maybe he saw the writing on the wall. It's like Tony Elliott just hired the shittiest offensive staff ever. I'm gonna wait that out, and then I'm gonna roll in there and take over the head coaching yeah. job. I don't want to lose my job here in a few years. I'll, I'm just gonna go in there fresh in a few years. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, no, pretty exciting. Kind of a bizarre situation. I ne- I I thought the stubble hill guy was pretty well liked, but must not have been up to uh, up to par recruiting wise for for CJF. So they made the move. It was it was odd how he announced he was fired, and then like two guys committed right away. Um, that was kind of bizarre. I actually have a somewhat of a segue here. When we started talking about Brennan Armstrong, or we started talking about Virginia, it made me think of Brennan Armstrong. Maybe a little pop quiz. You could name a few of these guys. Do you know where Brennan Armstrong ended up? Yeah, I think he's at NC State. Yeah, that's correct. You know yeah. where Spencer Sanders ended up? This one's a weird one. The old Miss, yeah, it's old Miss. Yeah. They have that. I don't get that. They one. had three quarterbacks, I think they're saying, because somebody else, cool. like someone's name was Howard, maybe. They're, I think Jackson Dart's going to end up leaving, right? I don't I think would, Lane Kiffin likes Jackson Dart if he takes two transfers. So I can't remember who it was. It might have been Andy Staples said, "This is how the Spencer Sanders thing went down." He told the coach he was going to transfer but he was going to play in the bowl game. Then he changed his mind. And I think he was kind of rude about it. The way he decided not to play in the bowl game, like didn't show up to the facility, didn't show up to practice or something. Went straight into the transfer portal, kind of looked around, didn't like it. Must have asked Gundy to come back to Oklahoma state. And then Gundy was like, I don't think, I don't think it's going to work. So then he just had to pick a school. So the way I understand it is he's not guaranteed to start at Ole Miss. Which would be just awkward as hell if he wasn't. Why doesn't he go play at like, I don't know. Take a step down somewhere. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why Delaware jumped into my mind, but Delaware. (laughs) He's probably from what? Texas? Why doesn't he play at like Baylor? I don't I'm sure he's from down that way. Yeah. What about even like. CUSA or something, any of those schools. I feel like he starts there. Yeah, he's from Dallas. What's the worst thing that happens? You throw for like 5,000 yards. He transfer- he's from Dallas? Wasn't he transferred to TCU? Who plays quarterback at TCU now? Chandler Some- Morris, right? Oh, the guy that was starting in the first place. You I can think beat so. him I think out. I think it's Chandler Morris. Apparently, you can beat him out. <laughs> um, Who else we got here? Uh, the Wisconsin quarterback situation was weird correct like two or three guys transferred there as well who is the wait who is the guy there now why am i blanking on it so graham mertz went to florida florida i love that. somebody transferred to wisconsin first and then the better guy followed him so nick evers transferred there first from indiana or where's that guy from i don't even know who that i can't think oh oklahoma he might be, yeah, Oklahoma. Okay, and then the the guy that's assumed to be the best is the Mordecai dude. Oh, that's right, that's right, Tanner Mordecai. Yeah. That's a that's a weird one. So yeah, so he left SMU. That seemed like the perfect place for Spencer Sanders to jump into. <laughs> yeah, there. That's a good one. The other the other big quarterback has got to be uh, the Hartman guy going to Notre Dame. I think that was yeah. kind of predetermined from the sounds of things. 
I actually thought it was going to be Devin Leary that went there, but. And he went to Kentucky. That one doesn't really do it for me. It's like that Kentucky offense was pretty tough to watch. I don't know if it's going to look any different, but. Like that Um, doesn't seem like an awesome spot to end up. It is. So I think they got the Rams, the Los Angeles Rams coordinator back to run their offense. So. Okay. So it is different. Yeah. I think his name's Liam Cohen. So it should be better. Did Dion take a bunch of guys or just that cornerback? I like, think he took a far, decent amount. But as far as like big name guys, did he end up stealing anyone? I saw he was essentially yep. recruiting kids that had already made it to other campuses, which is illegal. Like he's already doing illegal shit. He he did get the top corner from the 2023 class. Yeah, from the future class. Yeah, yeah. I thought he would land some bigger name transfers though, but that's kind of a hard sell. Like nobody knows what that's going to look like, I guess. Yeah. I was uh, brushing up with the, I had my um, weekly coach prime talk with one of the docs today. And she was telling me that her husband went to the game, the buffs game, the buffs basketball game last night. And I guess he walked in and got like a standing O. And then I guess there was a video of him. Like the first time he'd ever been in snow (laughs) supposedly. Wow. I'm just thinking, like, you took the buffs job and you've never been in snow. <laughs> yeah. I saw something else where he was, he seemed genuinely taken aback at how expensive the housing was. He's like, I'm looking for a place right now. I can't find anything affordable. I'm like kind of surprised that the housing market in Denver isn't similar to like, um, you know, uh, middle of nowhere Alabama. You would yeah. think that'd be very comparable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jackson. It was Jackson, Mississippi. Harrison, Mississippi. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Apparently he wasn't prepared for that. Uh, the other, the other big one I saw was AD Mitchell transferred. Did you see that? The dude from Georgia. I think he was hurt all year. It's transferred to Texas wide receiver. thought that was weird. Oh, okay. Yeah. I saw there was a lot of Georgia had a lot of moving parts. Yeah, which I guess doesn't seem to matter. Um, I don't. That was pretty much it for transfers. Uh, we talked briefly before we started recording. Guys coming back, bigger names. Yeah, so uh, the Corum, Blake, Blake Corum. Shout out to Blake Corum. Got his car stolen today. I saw Bo Nix. Actually, would have thought Bo Nix would have left. If I'm being honest, I thought Bo Nix would leave. Seemed like um, he could have got drafted. Like, I don't know, mid round. Yeah, I think I'm going to be one of the idiots. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I'm going to try to spend this offseason talking myself out of it, but I think Florida State has a lot of pieces, man, and they got a lot of those guys that come back. Don't do um, it. The receiver, the receiver is unbelievably good. Um, is it John, uh, Johnny Wilson? That guy is incredible. Um, they also got the defensive end to come back. I think his na- his last name is Verse, I believe. Uh, Jared um, Verse. Yeah, so I think he transferred from like Albany or something, and then they talked him into staying another year. Supposedly he is legitimate. So I didn't even know. Well, no, tra- I didn't know. Pieces. I didn't know Jordan Travis was considering leaving or could have left. I guess, which I guess I should know that. Seems like he's been there a while, but that seems I mean, that, like a guy that could really benefit from lighting it up his senior year. Which, for the record, guy, I don't think yeah. it's going to happen. Uh, yeah, I won't be tricked into Florida it's State. Not gonna- it's not gonna happen. You can yeah, go down that happen. road if you want, but I'm not gonna do that. He, yeah, he just looked solid at the end of the year. There's no getting around it. Uh big for college football, Cam Rising. That's good yeah. to see. Yeah. Glad that's, to see that's that. Amazing. 
That's amazing. I'm pretty sure his knee is blown out. I don't know if we talked about this last week or the week before, but I'm pretty sure his knee is blown out. So I, I think he's he's going to be like a TBD for week one. Just keep that in mind, everyone. <laughs> Your thirty week out injury report. Yeah, just keep that in mind when you get your when you get a line posted. Just keep that in mind. Um, I saw one other one you might not expect. KJ Jefferson. It's hard to imagine that guy's running it back. He seems old. That doesn't even seem possible, but I think we did touch on that at one point. Yeah. Did we touch on the um, the Oklahoma kid, Gabriel? And I told yeah. you he might, he could potentially run like I think it's him. He could run three more years or something crazy like that. I don't like I don't like that at all. It might not be. That's just at least two more years, but I think it was something insane and it was somehow three because of the COVID thing. What about, um, what about just odds in general? Let me see if I still have this book back up. Like, I assume it's just stereotypical dogs and Bama favorites. (laughs) It does kind of suck, but it does seem like one of them will win, man. (laughs) Dogs are 250, Georgia's, or sorry, Alabama's 450. And then it drops off to Ohio State and Michigan, seven to one, twelve to one. I mean, I could talk myself into USC sixteen to one. Just seems hard to. Yeah, I just I think we've seen the Lincoln Riley thing play out how many times before, man. I don't even think it's the Lincoln Riley thing. I think it's the other guy there. What's his name? Grinch. It's like how many times does that oh. guy have to blow? I feel like he's put together like one good year at Oklahoma with a decent defense. And other than that, like we've just been making fun of Lincoln Riley's defense for eight years. And his his last name's Grinch. So it's just, I don't know. Uh, I think it's just not good to begin with. Yeah. It's just one of those names people like to just say or something be like, Oh yeah, the Grinch, the Grinch guy. And yeah, he's just still there. They just don't want to fire him. Yeah. Let me give you Florida state. What's Florida state 20 to one. If you can talk yourself into that, right with Penn State, 20 to 1. Oh, one other guy we didn't mention that's coming back. His his team is 30 to 1. I read that someone had him rated as like the number one prospect to return to college. Is this gonna be like a guy we a guy we used to rag on quite a bit? He's a QB. Number one guy coming back. Yeah, out west. Exceeded expectations. Very much so this year. I, I feel like you just keeps. I feel like you're talking about Bo Nix. No, we similar. Already talked about him, uh, Michael oh. Penix. Oh, Michael Penix. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, thirty yeah. to one for them. Yeah, I was going to mention Penix. He was on the list I saw earlier. I feel like you touched on the other, all the other guys. Um, I can't think of it. I can't think of anybody else I saw on there. The Blake Corum one threw me off when I saw it like a couple of days ago. I was like, well, that can't be right. <laughs> yeah, that kind of sucks for us. Blake Corm's going to rip off 1,500 yards again. Like, that'll be fun to watch. Yeah, it's hard to believe. Um, we'll get to watch, I guess, you know, Drake May. Does he have, I guess he has, he could leave after this year. Um, it's going to be kind of a crazy quarterback class next year. It really could be. Um, between. Uh, oh, that's a one and two class, Williams and May. Definitely. Yeah. They'll go one and two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to believe Marvin Harrison Jr.'s back. That one kind of throws you off a little bit, doesn't it? I could see that. He's only been he's just, 
amazing though. He's so good. Oh I mean, yeah. Just to think he's going to come back again. Next he shouldn't year. have um, to, but yeah, like that guy could have played um, in that NFL after one year of college, probably would have got drafted first round. We obviously got, um, Olu back the left tackle. That was, that's honestly probably like a mate. That's, I don't know. That's probably a win, right? You I think that's about, a, th- you thank- want to talk about war. Yeah. yeah I think that's a, a thank God situation. Yeah, there. Um, your left tackle for a, a quarterback that really has no experience. Um, are you planning on, are you planning on going to the Penn state Ohio state game next year? Yeah, we were, we're probably going. Yeah. Okay. Just a quick heads up. Um, the JT uh, Tuamalu guy. Uh, I don't know how to say his last name. He he's back. Just had to. <laughs> I thought you were gonna tell me he's gone. <laughs> nope, he's back. Jesus. Um, yeah, it's kind of hard to believe. Um, so just read that too. That's disappointing. Yeah, we talked about that. Uh, I mean, you made that great comment where you said he's the number one prospect. Good job, whoever ranked him. <laughs> yeah. I later heard Bud Elliott talking about this guy, which. Listening to Bud Elliott talk about like a college prospect sucks. Like I'm trying to separate the person from from who's giving the information. Um, but he does. He always has like great insider stuff. He said they used to run that guy out there and basically seven on seven camps, and he was playing like out wide, like a spread offense wide receiver, and he was. I mean, not the same size he is now, but he was significantly bigger than everyone, but he was moving around like a wide receiver. Like the most athletic person that's ever existed with that frame. Oh, yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't, yeah, I believe it. <laughs> he's, in, yeah, he's insane, man. Um, what about the Clemson guy? Did he end up coming back? Brian uh, Brice, Brice or Brice, how his name? I didn't even think about that. He probably could have left, but. Um, I'm seeing him in mock draft, so he must have left. Um, geez, that guy was, I think that guy was the top overall yeah, one year as well. Yeah, you're right. He's definitely gone. That guy's, that guy's legitimate. He's gone. Be interesting to see, uh, what Clemson we get next year. I still don't know after this year what I'm supposed to believe. I feel like, I feel like it worked out. I feel like they did seem to really cover the spread a lot for us at the end of the year, but yeah. be interesting to see what we get with Clemson next year. Um, yeah, you know, you gave us the list of odds of teams that are going to win next year, and you probably could have just stopped after the first four. Yeah, unfortunately. Which, and I'm, um, I'm, I'll go ahead and rule out Michigan. I just okay. I, I won't believe it until I see it, it's, sort of thing. It seems it seems pretty artificial. Um, does not seem like Harbaugh wants to be there. Yeah, how weird is that? <laughs> and now with uh, like the NCAA probe and stuff, it's very awkward. Just got off the phone with Coach Harbaugh. He says he will be returning. Was that like the wildest tweet of all time? And then he yeah. said, "I'll let I'll let the athletic director know." <laughs> oh, because um, they're like not on speaking terms or something. Is this right? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, Jim Harbaugh hates the athletic director. Is that what's going on? I actually can't think of it. This guy's name is Emmanuel Ward or Ward Emmanuel. I think it's Ward Emmanuel. What a weird name! But I think that's his name. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, him and Harbaugh were butting heads. Yeah, I think it comes down to they just don't want to give him like a little bit of extra money. And I think at this point, if you're Harbaugh, I think he he should have a blank check. I'm on Harbaugh's yeah. side. I think he's the weirdest person in the world, but I'm on his side. I think he should be able to. <laughs> I think he should be able to say, "Hey, you guys got to pay me like eleven or twelve million dollars." Um, I mean, but 
yeah, hey, whatever Ohio State's paying, we, our budget has to be bigger than that. Seems fair at this point. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm with you, man. Yeah. Um, Already excited for college football, though. Yeah. Um, three games left uh, until the long That's period rough. of dormancy, too. That's rough. Oh, well, don't don't forget about the skills challenge. Okay, skills challenge, Pro Bowl. Is there actually a Pro Bowl being played? Is that what you're talking about? I read something that they were actually going to do some sort of golf event as part of the skills challenge. Is that real, or am I just an idiot and fell for that? I thought Long drive? I legitimately thought they don't play the Pro Bowl anymore. So maybe it is just various skills stuff. The long... I don't know if the long drive thing is real. Don't quote me on that. All right, I got Rappaport with the games. I got Epic Pro, Epic Pro Bowl dodgeball, um, lightning, which I don't know what that is. Splash catch, something with a jugs machine. Yeah, it does say longest drive. I can't believe four, that's real. Four he- players from each conference will compete in a challenge to drive a golf ball the furthest off a tee. I mean, we're joking okay. about that, but can we take a look at, can we get odds on that? I'll check both. Madden, Madden, I think is involved. Best catch presented by Uber Eats. I love that. So it's a dunk uh, contest for catching the ball. I don't know. Gridiron gauntlet, kick tack toe. I'll, I'll give him, I'll give him that one. I like that actually. I think that sounds fun. Uh, move the chains. I can't even actually read into this. I don't think I care. It does look like it's some sort of competition between the conferences. Holy shit. All that stuff is leading up to flag football games on Sunday. Is the Pro Bowl a flag football game? Oh, is it? Okay. Wait, that actually makes sense. So there is a game. It's just flag. It seems like those skills are somehow creating a point scoring system leading up to flag football. So someone's going to get a lead. I don't know. We clearly don't know what we're talking about. There's probably some NFL fans listening that are like, you guys are dipshits because I, I don't know if they have a flag football game or not. And that's the official game, but I absolutely like, I love how much things change. Like I heard this story one time where Mike Dicka, I think it was Mike Dicka was, was playing for, was he a tight end? Was he? Uh, did he play for the Finns or? Uh, I can't remember who he played for. Okay, but he was, a, he was a or no, no, no. He's coaching the Saints. He was so he was a rookie tight end, I think. And the the way that the Pro Bowl used to work, I believe, was it was the NFL rookies would take on like a college All Star team. That was like the game. That was like a Pro Bowl, and Mike Dick. It was like the team was like, I don't want you to play in this game. And he said, okay, are you going to pay me 10 grand? Cause that's how much I make to play in it. And they were like, no. So he played in the game. Wow. And we, we went from that where you have like an all-star college, like group of college guys playing, you know, an all rookie team from the NFL. We've went from that to where it's basically a seven on seven flag football game. Like, yeah. isn't that insane? Well, with, with hitting long drives to lead up to it. Um, maybe this is good transition. I have some some sports travias for you. Oh, that's excellent. What do you got? All right. Um, we're going to talk hoops a little bit. Oh, God. Specifically three-pointers. Just thinking about how much I like. 
Oh my god! I was just thinking about how much I hate basketball. Like I haven't bet on a single basketball game. I think if even if I put a hundred dollars down, yeah, I don't think I, I don't would watch. Ever it. watch? <laughs> yeah, the NBA the NBA All Star game is like a pick, like a live pick before the game. I just like, oh my god, this is this is somehow worse than a long drive competition. I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna talk about three pointers. Okay, uh, one guy who's retired, one guy who's still in the league. Okay, let's go Yao Ming first. Oh god! How many three pointers do you think Yao Ming hit in his career? And I think he played about eight or nine years. Uh <laughs> God, I'm I'm okay with saying zero. <laughs> okay. Um, do you want to take a stab at how many he tried? Or I'll tell you yeah. what. I'll t- I'll tell you. He hit I two. Think I've seen this number. He hit two okay, in his yeah. life. How many do you think he tried? Oh, uh, you're gonna tell me two, aren't you? <laughs> Two for two? <laughs> no. No. Two for uh, ten? Two for ten. Yeah, on the dot. Okay. Okay. Two for uh, ten. He went one for two in his rookie year. And then it seemed like he would fire one like once a year after that. And then one for one in 08. 100% that year. I think that was the second to last year. So two for ten. Good for him. I can't believe Yao Ming was a real person. Yeah. I think we were just young enough that it was like, <laughs> yeah, just kind of seemed made <laughs> like, that's up a like thing. a video game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah Someone... hey, I created a seven foot six guy. Okay. Let me just wildly speculate too. You tell me if this is your recollection. I think they saw that guy at the Olympics and they said, holy shit, he should be in the NBA. <laughs> I think that's the first time anyone saw him. <laughs> Cause why else wouldn't he have been in the NBA beforehand? I don't know. I don't have. I don't know. I, I don't have any sort of Yao Ming timeline in my head. I forgot that was a person. <laughs> Jesus, uh, dead or alive? He's alive, isn't he? He's alive. He's alive. It's kind of yeah. We won't get into it, but I mean, yeah, that's that's tough. Seven foot, seven foot six. Seven I mean, foot six. That speaks for itself. Yeah. Yeah, life's not on your side. We already went over this, I think. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this one, I think you'll enjoy. How many three pointers has this guy made? Ben Simmons. In his career? Yeah, career. I'll tell you what. He's shot 35 of these. He's only shot 35 threes? Yeah. He, he, his first two seasons, he shot 11 and 6, and then I think he got embarrassed, and he stopped shooting them. Oh, okay. So 35. How many of those did he, did he make? I don't know. I know he shot. I feel like I've heard that he shoots them in warm-ups and makes them all, so... I just feel like he wouldn't be shooting a bunch of these if he was making them. So he must not be making a lot. We'll say, we'll say five of 35. <laughs> you nailed it. Five, five oh of 35. God. This is probably the best part about this. It is that like his, 16%. Yeah. In his rookie year, he went Oh, for 11. So he's probably like, I mean, that's gotta be in your mind at that point. And then his second season, he went Oh, for six. No. And then I think he just stopped shooting them for a while. Uh, and then he's hit a few the last, I don't know, three years or something. It doesn't even seem like it doesn't even seem like he wants to shoot layups at times. It's kind of bizarre. He's kind of <laughs> got something going on. Yeah. He's got like um supposedly the man can play some D though. Oh yeah. But he, he does he has like a hitch in his golf swing sort of issue. Um okay, so knowing that Yao Ming put up ten. And Ben Simmons okay. put up 35. How many threes do you think Charles Barkley chucked in his career? <laughs> uh, it's going to be more than I think. 
Yeah, just um, tell me, are you thinking high or low? I'll say high. I'll say uh, a couple hundred. <laughs> okay. Get ready to have your mind blown. Charles Barkley fired off 2023s. <laughs> he shot about 26, 27%. <laughs> so he's making like one out of every four of these. Uh, he is known basically as the undisputed worst three-point shooter of all time. I didn't know that at all. Most attempts by anyone with a percentage below 300, <laughs> and he's shooting two, 266. Um, and then as a bonus, this is going to be hard. I don't think I would have got this, but I'll try and give you some hints. There's a current modern-day superstar, someone that's playing now, who's kind of doing the Charles Barkley thing where he's throwing up a lot of threes and he's not great. Um, it's it's a very large it's a very large basketball player. I was going to guess uh what about um Carl Anthony Towns? No, but that's a decent guess and you're in the right um, you're in the oh, right geographic um, area too. Right geographic. I think area. so. He's, Isn't Carl yeah. Anthony Towns a Memphis guy? He plays for the T Wolves, I think. Or yeah, Minnesota. Sorry, Minnesota. Yeah, you're in the right area. Is it Rudy Gobert? No, but another good guess. Good frame. Uh, this guy is he's foreign. He's Greek. <laughs> oh, the Greek freak. Yeah, the Greek freak fires on threes, dude. Uh, twenty. It's like twenty eight percent. Why do I always picture him short too? Short, low liners. <laughs> yeah, probably because his release point is at like nine foot off the ground. But he's, I think I saw Barkley was shooting like two and a half a game. Giannis is shooting like three and a half a game and it's making a similar amount. So he is, he's not giving up. I have a, like a pretty quick follow up um, to that one. Um, do you know who the first, do you know who, what NBA player he is currently playing is like the first NBA player to, um, or the fastest, like as far as games played to make like, um, a hundred threes, 200 threes, 300 threes, 400 threes. It might not be all of those, but it's a combination of them. And it looks like he was just, um, the fastest to hit 800 threes. So I was, I mean, the uh, obvious broke, answer would be Curry, but it doesn't sound like enough he, threes. He, he broke Curry's record. Okay. He broke like. Curry's record. He's at 800 threes already. So he's yeah, been, he's like been there trying for a while. Com- I'm trying to comprehend how that's even possible, but yeah. Um, he is a three point. He seems like he's a three point guy almost exclusively. Oh, I got it. It's uh Trey young. No. Oh, all that guy does is shoot. He, I don't even know if you've heard of this guy. He played at Michigan. No, he's like, oh, that wouldn't I do think it he's for like six. I think he's like six foot ten. Oh wow, <laughs> Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson. <laughs> Who's he play for? Plays <laughs> for the Heat. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I've took probably a good three years off the NBA. I don't even know who Duncan Robinson is. I've seen that guy before. Okay, so he's six seven. He played like division. He played division three basketball, then transferred to Michigan, and then uh, went in the first round. That's mind and blowing. Are you, did you say attempts insane. or makes? 
He's making the three pointers. He's fast. making like three point. Yeah, he's making like three three pointers a game. Uh, Jesus, he shot. You said Charles shot what twenty? Two thousand twenty. Probably like twelve years or something. Twenty five percent or something. Because this oh, guy yeah, shot twenty six. He shot. This guy shot forty five percent at Michigan. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. So this guy could shoot some threes. Yeah, that's that's a mind blowing stat. I'm glad I know this guy exists now. I thought for sure that was Trey Young once that name popped into my mind because I know that guy chucks threes, but Duncan Robinson. All right. Uh anything else? Oh, I have I had something to run by you. Give me your take on this. Uh, this is quick. I was in Wegman's. I was looking for something. I was walking down an aisle. And I just happened to overhear there was a dad and his daughter, and there must have been a wife too. And the dad was kind of walking away from the daughter and the wife. And the daughter requested something. And I just happened to overhear the dad say, I'm looking for the Doritos, but I don't I don't see him anywhere. And he walked down the chips aisle. And I was walking by that aisle when I saw like all of this happening. And I literally looked out of the corner of my eye and I saw the Doritos immediately and I could tell he was struggling and he was walking past the Doritos. In that situation, should I have stepped in and said, hey, buddy? No. (laughs) No? No. Okay. Well, I swear to God, I saw him three minutes later, like on the other side of the store, still solo, still looked like he was looking around. And I almost okay. interjected a second time and said, no, at that point you can't at that point. You couldn't, you had to either commit right away. Hey, are you looking for the Doritos are right here? You can't like see them on the other side of the store. Then it's just weird. Hey, I saw you over there looking for the Doritos. I heard you I, several I minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I yeah. figured you, I figured you weren't that dumb that you would find them. And I didn't think I'd see you wandering over here, but <laughs> I didn't think I'd see you like in the kitchen uh appliances yeah i'm talking Uh, looking for the doritos i'm talking six seven aisles off like (laughs) not near snacks at that point either (laughs) the man was struggling it's like you said i probably needed to hit that immediately and then once i didn't commit it would have been weird to say i heard i overheard you and your daughter exchanging um exchanging words looking for the doritos i feel like i have plenty of friends here that are willing to break that barrier. And I find myself in that situation sometimes where I'm like, maybe I just have to like, it might be a little bit uncomfortable, but you are doing this person a favor and they'd probably really appreciate it. And (laughs) it feels awkward. Like you're eavesdropping on this person, but they won't care if you're helping them out. Um, yeah. Could have saved the guy five minutes. Yeah. I think if he was in the aisle, I would have let him go though. I'm like, Oh, he figured out. I never thought I'd, he was by the Doritos. Okay. I'd, I'd loop back though. I, I never thought I'd see him seven, seven, you know, seven rows. Uh, in his defense, I don't know what they did to this store. There's like three different, four different aisles of like chips, crackers, organic chips. There's too many snack aisles. And I think he just got carried away. And then he probably was like three aisles over still in snacks, still looking for the Doritos. And then he just kept going. That's incredible. Um, Jeez, I I told you before. I feel like I uh, I have like no. I brought like no content. Uh, one thing I did make a note to bring up though is, I think 
we need to start doing more of the uh, life's greatest <laughs> mysteries. Um, that was like about the most fun thing I've done on this podcast. I yeah, think. we need to pick um, one to dive into deep. So yeah. yeah, is there anything that jumps out to you that you can think of? Sometimes I think about. I thought about making a list one time of just stuff that Dad told me about certain players or like certain athletes and just um see if they're true or not okay this would be wild if we think of the same thing but do you have something in mind i have two in mind you might have to cut these or cut one the one is uh andrew jones the brave center fielder was into <laughs> kitty porn okay was he can we get in trouble for if we if we say allegedly or it, we're admitting we might not know what we're talking about, but I feel like that was spoken in our household at some point. I also yeah. feel like Chipper Jones was into the kitty porn or something. Oh, I don't, I don't remember that one. Um, maybe it was Chipper Jones had trouble with the old lady. And okay, he did it, seem like Andrew, dad, dad seemed to think that a lot of people were into kitty porn. I think he a put lot kitty people, porn on Leonardo DiCaprio too, didn't he? He did, yeah. And a lot of people had problems with the old lady. He used to say that all the time. Um, the other one I had cued, I feel like I should have about 10 of these, but he also said that Ryan Sandberg turned down a contract with the Cubs because... <laughs> um, feed the kids or something, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. You got that one feed too. the kids on I've, that. I've scoured the internet for that for years and years. That's not real. I scoured the I, internet I for years and years minutes. on the Marvin Harrison... ESPN E60 video and it was never there. Yeah. I looked it up this year. It was there. So this might be a fresh dive. It's like a cold case, a detective. Take a fresh about, look at it. Open up the files again. How about I have another one we could dive into. Just another thought. I'm just throwing out some random ideas here. What about um, the Randy Moss driving school on Sports Illustrated for kids? What about just some work, just some homework on that? What happened? That's um, a great one. How, how was be, that? Should I be writing these down? That's terrific. How did that how did that come about and what is Randy Moss's thoughts about that? That was far and away the most inappropriate thing on SI Kids and nothing else was really close to it, right? It was just like a video that snuck through very the cracks. Out of place. Yeah, it was very out of place. Driving uh, and understanding intelligence. <laughs> D U I. And then um they referenced Stefan Marbury and he had the bloodshot eyes. What? <laughs> Ain't that right, Stefan? What? So I think that video is at least on YouTube. We should look into it, see if it's there's YouTube. See if there's some credits that roll at the end or something. Figure out Isn't who produced it, this thing. That's the video on YouTube that says, um, like the top comment just says, I think it's like in all caps. I have been looking for this for so many years and I finally fucking found it. <laughs> I finally fucking found. Yeah, it's just someone like us. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's 500 people like us that saw that video and are still mind blown by it. And that guy yeah. was one of them. How about this? Might be an open and shut, but there could be more information about this if someone ever did like a documentary. How about the Dexter Manley guy going through high school and college, getting to the NFL, and then? basically getting caught that he was illiterate that's a wild one how does that happen that's a, that's a great one yeah all right so that's like four options 
Four um, rabbit holes. Hold on, I got I got an article on Complex that's like some of the greatest sports mysteries here. Um, some of these are pretty boring. I got good news like, on Randy Moss too. It exists. <laughs> oh, the Michael Jordan. Oh, I think you brought this up. Did Michael Jordan retire because of gambling debts? Um, I feel like I've heard about a thousand stories about um, like random athletes having like orgies and shit like that. Uh, the guy on the bills was an orgy guy from the Eagles to the bills. I think was it LaShawn Jordan McCoy? Phillips? Oh, LaShawn McCoy. I thought there's he had like an orgy party. There's supposedly a video of like, or uh, some story about Vikings players, like renting out boats and doing it. I don't, I don't think I want to look into that actually. This is incredible. You could cue that. And I know exactly that, folks, that lead up, what that is. Starkly, homie, but it ain't all fun and games. Not only do folks question your drive on the field. Hey, way to hustle, superstar. Then they have the Good news, there was the, drive off the, field. That's the why content creator was listed at the beginning of this video. Philosophy is based on two so I think we could probably look into number it. One, the driver is always right. And number two, okay, I have an excellent one that I didn't know was real life. This says, did Kevin Costner bang Cal Ripken Jr.'s wife? <laughs> Give me, um, who do you think's older, Kevin Costner or Cal Ripken Jr.? <laughs> it's got to be Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner's old, man. He's like, like shockingly sad. old, right? Yeah. 68. Oh, I never heard that. Jesus, these are these are some great ones on complex. So I, I like this one a lot too. Um, so before like the Raiders and Bucks Super Bowl, do you remember one of the Raiders players just disappeared? No. Like went missing. Missing persons? MIA. Yep. I don't and remember that at all. Yeah. Uh, this is pretty wild. That one, yeah, his name is Barrett Robbins. I know a current one I wanted to do. I need a full breakdown on the Ed Reed. Oh, Bethune cook. Maybe, maybe we should just thought maybe that's, maybe that's what happened. What is the deal with the trash? I need to know so much more about that story. Yeah. That's a weird one. The Paul Pierce one is like perfect. Like I like those ones. I don't like, I don't need to do did Kobe rape the girl. I don't need that. Um, it's a little much. Like, yeah. Or did what's his face? I mean, Marvin Harrison firing the shots is pretty fucked up, but he didn't kill anyone. Did uh, Stern, Dave, David Stern fix the lottery? Like I mean, Marvin already, Harrison did kind of have that guy. He fired some shots. Yeah. And but he, had him killed. he didn't pull the trigger. It wasn't like, did Marvin Harrison shoot someone? Yeah. <laughs> Hit man. <laughs> did Marvin Harrison fire the shots? So between all those, we got some serious juice there. Let's let's talk offline. Let's pick a couple of those out to dive into further. I do I like the idea di- of... Yeah, I like the Ed Reed one a lot because I actually was kind of trying to figure all that out. Um, I also wouldn't mind diving into the Costner Ripken, if you'll allow me. That's a must, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. That, I didn't know that was a debate. You can't just connect those two people. It's too random to not have... Smoke and fire, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Maybe we start with those two. All right. Um, 
time is crunching down, so we're going to wrap this up. That's episode 22. Uh, Thanks for tuning in, everyone. At that's underscore garbage. 424242-9156. Text the hotline. Uh, You're going to love it. Don't text. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, Super Bowl pod coming uh, two weekends or uh, two weeks, I guess. Um, We have a special guest for you. You guys are all going to like him. Oh, yeah. Super Bowl pod. Bring a guest on for that. That's the pod. Sounds good. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And we'll catch you next week. What a good place to be Don't believe that